All right, Gristmill, what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Good. So you guys are uh, practicing tonight, you said, yeah? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah I you guys going to, you guys got shows lined up? Are you working on new material? What's up? A little bit of both, actually. Uh, we didn't have any shows lined up in the very near future until earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally today. <laughs> now we have a show next week. Um, nice. So our plans of drilling uh, some new stuff for the entirety of the night were partially derailed, but we still made that work anyway <clears throat> right on uh, i was talking to shane before this and he said you guys play a, a shit ton of shows you guys are always booked for something yeah we went on a pretty good string of events where we were hitting shows basically every week we were getting pretty lucky <laughs> we played some pretty big ones like weed eater yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say i saw the uh atomic bitch wax and weed eater yeah. that's a fucking awesome show yeah that was really awesome how did you get yourselves on the, on that lineup, and uh, what was it like playing with those guys? I mean, Atomic Bitchwax blew me away. Of course, yeah. Weed Eater as well, but I've never really seen an Atomic Bitchwax, but their bass player was just out of this world, and Weed Eater is just always awesome. It was, all, it was cool. Yeah, that Atomic Bitchwax set was one of the first times in, in a while where I was like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like they, yeah. they, were, they were really impressive live. <clears throat> yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's cool. And Shane also said that Tom, you are a history teacher, and he was yeah. saying he he was saying something about you guys had a show like up in Boston or something before the first day of school. Uh, this, is, this is a ridiculous story. Um, yeah, we got offered to play in Boston, and uh, it was kind of short notice. I think maybe like yeah. a couple weeks. Um, and uh, you know. It, it's an excuse to go to Boston. It was it was something that looked like it was going to be really fun. So we was like, yeah, like that sounds good. And then I realized that it was my first day of school. Um, and what we all didn't know that day as we were driving up, uh, I, you know, worked till two and my wife picked me up and we hit the highway uh, right at two. Uh, we did not know it, a hurricane was chasing us uh, as we were going up 95. So the weather turned really sour as we were arriving in Boston and it only got worse. Uh, and then when I had to drive home through the remnants of, it was hurricane Ida. And it was when all those people died on like, uh, like the turnpike right around New York city. And, and we were yeah. coming through New York and like Westchester and Connecticut, like that whole night as the storm was like ripping through and the, we had to drive backwards on the highway uh, like two different times. And then it looked like we weren't going to be able to get home in any reasonable amount of time. So I actually emailed my boss from the car and said, like, I'm stuck in Connecticut. And uh, I got home at, at 530. <laughs> and uh, the last email I sent, I said to my boss, I call him at 730 because that's usually when I get to school and it's right when everybody kind of arrives. And uh I woke up at 7.30 and I called him and I was like, hey, I, I'm going to be a little bit late, but I'm going to try to get in. He's like, I didn't think you were going to even call. <laughs> uh, but I went to school. I, I don't drink coffee, but I, I, had a, I had a little espresso drink before and I was like kind of all psyched up when I went in and <laughs> ended, up, ended up being fine. But it was definitely a whirlwind of, of, a, of an evening, but a good way to start, start off the yeah, school year, sure. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
we had a bit of an easier we time. Partied that <laughs> bastards. As you should, yeah. So how how much does your school know about like your band and stuff? I had Ryan Garney on here from High Desert Queen. He's a teacher as well. And he's like, you know, I don't like publicize it. Some people found out a little bit. Some of the teachers know that kind of stuff. But like, do your do, you, do your students know? Does the faculty know? Are they like, what kind of music do you play? And then you show them Gris Mill and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh- yeah, I think most of the staff knows I play in a band. Uh, I don't say much about it, but there is another teacher, the art teacher at my school also plays music. And like we set up an art show or a music thing a while back. I've played music with her a bunch. So she's she's up with it, but she also gets it. Uh, some other people are like, oh, it's so cool that you have this other thing. Like it's, it's neat. Uh, the students don't really know anything because I just don't tell them what the band is yeah. called. Um, but in an old, what my awesome. old job in an old band, I played drums and, uh, <clears throat> these kids that I knew at school just for like, I knew they were into music and I was like right out of college at the time. So we would chit chat about stuff. And then, uh, we played a show with a band called such gold. I don't know if you've ever heard of such gold. Uh, I think so. Maybe. they're like a pop punk band from, I think they're f- might be from New York, but like kind of in the mid to late 2000s range and uh we played first and i could sit behind the drum set and all these kids are standing right in the front row right up against the stage and i was like oh no (laughs) they weren't i didn't have them as my students but i knew who they were from school because we had Uh, chatted about music and they knew who you were they knew who i was yeah (laughs) Um, yeah. But it was it's kind of, of like that scene in Varsity Blues where the, the kids go to the strip club and see their teacher up on the stage. Exactly. Like, exactly. I think they're both like equally shocked, you know? So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool uh, that there's high school kids out there who listen to, you know, new music and whatnot. And, you know, yeah, it, they, they were- manage to play shows, a lot of shows, apparently. And still make it like to school the next day. Because like for me, I work from home. I don't, I don't even hardly go to the office anymore. But still, like I'm falling asleep on the couch at like 10 o'clock. Like I wouldn't be able to go out to a bar, let alone play a show, let alone like unwind for after the show, let alone go, go to bed, wake up for work. How do you how do you manage doing shit like that? That question. This dude's one of a kind. And uh, <laughs> he just get, he goes. There's no breaks. I'll get, I'll get. Even you guys, I mean, I'm sure you guys have day jobs. Like, what is it like playing four times in a week or something and still getting up for work the next day? Well, it's not usually, that crazy. Usually our max is once a week, yeah. but I also work from home. So it's luckily yeah. we in these shows. So I don't <laughs> but Tom's been a real trooper, as James was saying. Like, a lot yeah. of these shows, like when we have High Reaper, the Weed Eater show, and the Telekinetic Yeti show, yeah. Tom had to like. <clears throat> seriously rearrange his schedule play a big trooper uh for us so he left a wedding too the week (laughs) the week after the boston show he dropped house off with my cousin his wife at a wedding left came played the show and went back to the wedding (laughs) which was like i still i got to eat i got to eat the plated dinner plated is like yeah But yeah, I'll just chalk it up to I'm a morning person. So like, yeah, I'll, just, I'll deal with it. I suppose you, you kind of get used to it, I guess. I could train myself to do something more every night. But I mean, I have two kids too and, and getting them fed to bed. And then I'm like falling asleep. I couldn't imagine even going out at that point. <laughs> I don't even go out to dinner during the week very often. 
Yeah. So uh the album you guys put out in twenty one back in what was it like July or something? Yeah, July. Uh it's called Heavy Everything, which is a fucking great album title. <laughs> it's just like fuck it. Heavy everything. <laughs> I love it. There's a story behind yeah, that, too. Yeah, there's a story behind it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, if you want to tell it. Your story. It's another teacher story. Uh, <laughs> so I do this thing where I give kids tickets in class, like raffle tickets, uh, when they're taking care of business, right? That's the name of the program. And at the end of the month, I do a drawing, and uh, we could take the kids in, in the bus to this little local deli and they can get a sandwich. So this one kid asked if he could get this sandwich that comes with all sorts of stuff. It's like a, a fat breakfast sandwich, but it's like a fat sandwich. If you're familiar with what like a fat sandwich is. <clears throat> so it's got like bacon, sausage, five eggs, cheese, hash browns. Like it's just, it's just a mess. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Like the school pays, pays for it. So, uh, he gets up to the counter and he orders uh, what the hell is the name of the sandwich? The Bigfoot. The sandwich is called the Bigfoot. And he goes, I'll have a Bigfoot. Heavy everything. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy working the counter is just like a dude maybe a little older than us uh, who owns the place. And he just looks up with his pad and he just goes and then just <laughs> write anything down. <laughs> and I was standing behind him with my mouth up. I was like, who orders a sandwich and asks for heavy everything? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I love it. It. Around. it hung around as a story. And then we had another idea and I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just call it heavy everything. It's, it's got a good story. <laughs> it does have a good story. That's funny. Yeah. The kid's trying to like make a second sandwich out of all the toppings. Yeah. <laughs> it just so happens to tie into kind of the music at the same time. So it's kind yeah. of like inside joke slash it's kind of appropriate for yeah i love that yeah i mean the the artwork definitely doesn't say anything about a sandwich (laughs) it's just getting getting head smashed in but i definitely proposed that it'd be a sandwich but (laughs) (laughs) instead of like that that anvil sitting there it should have just been a sandwich and his head just got crushed (laughs) by this giant sandwich Maybe maybe that's the album cover that I'm going to have to make and post on Slightly Fuzz uh, next week. Sandwich. <laughs> that would be that would be sad. Make it come to life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I love the I, I listened to your podcast with um, was it Doom Tomb? Oh yeah. And you guys kind of went over like every track on the album, so I won't do that. But I did really like the intro to Mitch. It's like so almost positive and uplifting. You're thinking like you're getting into this thing and then it's just like heavier from then on out. (laughs) Like I love that that like opening riff to that album is just kind of like, this is going to be all right. And then it's just like heavy everything. And then Tom's (laughs) thinking about cannibalizing Mitch McConnell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard plenty about like the, like irony, I think you said was about, was it DC and and politics and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a, it's definitely a heavy heavy album, and it's it's heavy everything. It's, it's cool. And I saw that you guys recently announced you're going to be on the Dregs Records, so that's cool. Yeah, really stoked on that. Um, yeah, 
How'd you hook up with Shane? He contacted us. Right? Yeah, I think he reached out to us. He saw we did a live set. I don't know if you're familiar with <clears throat> Heat Five Six, uh, Sunny, kind of more of like a hardcore type video guy. Um, but he saw we did a live set with him. I'm pretty sure that's how he is that. How he found us. Out? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, just officially signed on with him, and we'll be doing some vinyls, uh, TBD on. Yeah, dates for that, but yeah, we're pretty excited about that for sure. Cool. I said that was another facet of the Boston strip too. When we went up there, oh, we got yeah. to meet him for the first time, so it's kind of like, oh. all right, we'll play the show, we'll get to meet Shane. Yeah, he's doing lights. He did the lights for yeah. that show, and like, it was nice to spend an evening with him and eat some ice cream and <laughs> <laughs> uh, rock a bit. So nice. So I was wondering if you guys realized that if you take the first letter of all the songs on this album <laughs> and rearrange them, you can almost spell Gristmill. No way. Really? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, I didn't that. Damn. So it's, it, That's pretty amazing that you noticed that. <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So check this out. It's pretty fun. Oh, because Glassdoor. Glassdoor. Glassdoor remains nameless. Irony, uh, Stone Rodeo, The Goblin, <laughs> Mitch, uh, Irony, I guess, <laughs> if you use it twice. Why not? Inter- okay. Yeah, Interlude. Yeah. The Interlude, and then Loon, and it's just missing one L. Oh, oh, missing so, one L. so <laughs> guys, let's say Christmas. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that that was not planned. Uh, by your reaction i have no fucking idea dude i was like like listening to the album while i was working out and looking at the tracks or something and i was just like hold on a second these guys are fucking with me that'd be pretty cool if we if we get them yeah, and i got to the very last letter and was like what? You, there has to be another L song on here somewhere. That's funny. It's an important track. Yeah. So funny. I don't know. I, I think the I think that maybe you should uh think about some uh you know hidden message in your next album or something. The Ismail. Noted. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah. So with Gris Mill, um is this your, this is your first album, right? Heavy everything. Correct. Yep. Okay. So uh, you guys, what's the plan? What's the plan for the next thing? Are you working on something this year, or what's the plan for Grismill? In twenty two. I'd like it to be sooner rather than later. Um, we got a number of of songs that are, well, I'd say, almost fully formed now, and a whole other handful that we've jammed around on and. I've played at one point or another that needs some more attention, but I think we could work quickly and, and we could uh, get ourselves in a position to start playing some tracks probably in the next couple months if we're committed and our personal lives don't go in a hundred different directions. <clears throat> yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. We're pretty close on like four, I guess, right? Yeah. You'd say. They're very good. Yeah. Four are pretty good. Yeah, we played, we played two of them live. 
I don't know. I don't know that we should have played two of them live. Ah, well, <laughs> well, one one we should well, one yeah, one yeah. one is good. Yeah, one's well, one's written. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the second one? Ohio, Ohio, Ohio is, is, uh, is oh that is a little rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would <laughs> like to do it sooner rather than later because you know nobody ever says, "Man, I wish they didn't put that record out so soon." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> How has how has your band changed since putting out a record like six months ago, like in sound or in performing, or ha- have you noticed any changes since putting out our first record? That's a good question. There's definitely been a change in perception, you know, Changes. things stuff. This is kind of different than what you're asking, but once we released the album, I think was a big turning point when people started to become aware of some of our music and things started coming together a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. What would you guys say? If you listen to the live recording and the actual album, you could tell mm-hmm. where how far we've come from when we actually recorded it to when we did that. It was almost a year oh, yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. We, we held on to the album through the whole pandemic. We recorded it beforehand. <clears throat> That's so a long we, time. So, yeah, so we did the live recording. We put the album out with it. But we really recorded the album a year before, so like it was, yeah, it was a, you can tell the difference between the live album and the actual album. Yeah. It can't be easy to sit on recorded material for like a full year, and I know a lot of people did it in 2020 and and whatnot. But I, I mean, once you get it done, I mean, I'm sure you're just like dying to get it out as soon as possible to as many people as possible, and then to just sit there with it in your pocket for like a full year or longer. What two singles? Yeah. That sure. kind of stretched it a little bit, but I think we were planning to do like a big show for it, like an album release, and then the pandemic hit, and then it was like, all right, what do we want to do? And then eventually, we just got to a point like, all right, let's just get this out into the world because it's not doing us any good. Yeah, here. yeah, like it, it was, it was finished being mixed and mastered in May of 2020. Uh, so like. It was being mixed like when everything kind of came to a halt and yeah. then it was finished. But at the time it was finished, it was really the doldrums <laughs> when there was like no good information. So then it was, it sucked at first, but then it was easy to just kind of put it away in your yeah. mind. And then it got to the point where like that wound festered for so long and you're like, all right, we just have to do something with it. Cause like it's easy just to ignore it for a while. Um, but then once then the following spring came back around and we recorded the live thing, I, I think that was a big, that was definitely a point where it was thing, like, yeah. all right, we're going to invest the time to film this thing. And it may not be what we originally thought was going to happen with its release and like a show in person and whatnot, but at least it was special in its it, own yeah. right. It um, turned out better that way. And then, uh, yeah, as it turned out, the timing, the timing was summer. fine because we had like a summer to play shows you know and uh and that video was awesome the that video, was a good time. Uh, yeah the video came out came incredible out great, yeah got us some good exposure because sunny is a pretty big platform so yeah and then in, in terms of how the songs have changed for the new stuff that we've written the songs are definitely a lot shorter a little bit more punk uh of of a flavor um but we try to still keep that doom streak the stoner streak hard in there, you know, because you don't want to yeah. get too far. 
far away from what we originally started doing as as homies you know (laughs) yeah it's uh it's interesting to see like this like blurred line between some of the like styles is you can if you're heavy enough like you can be a punk band and still be like a stoner band too and get like stoner cred too and doom and all you know all that kind of shit like i know a lot of bands that if they would have just decided they were a different genre they would have a totally different fan base and they wouldn't you know what i mean yeah like you could easily just call yourself a punk band and and you have a punk band and punk fans and and be in the punk genre but like you chose to like lean towards the stoner doom kind of shit and and that's who your fans are now you know what i mean <laughs> for sure and like and that definitely comes from from like the very earliest days you know when we were originally right i actually played bass at first um and like the songs were were very much like doom bands like doom doom songs and uh over time it kind of just migrated in a certain direction uh i think mute might be the song that kind of twisted it in that in that direction from the beginning Um, it literally goes from like a punk song to like a stoner song yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's fun to walk that line what were you telling doom tomb about um the song loon i just caught like the tail end of it when you guys played the little sound bite of the loon (sighs) oh Loons are incredible animals, uh, and they make. Oh, he didn't know it was a bird. Oh, okay. Is that what? Is that what? Oh, okay. So yeah, a loon is a bird. Yeah, and I knew that. Um, <laughs> and uh, they have this really eerie, beautiful call that they make a lot of times, like around sundown, or sometimes they freak out after dark and they go nuts. But they kind of call and respond, like you know, it's call and answer, so they can get spun up and like they all start freaking out. Uh, so I spend a lot of time in the mountains in New York and, uh, I've always really liked that sound. So I wrote a song. I was waiting waiting for like some like guitar version of that sound or something in the song after I heard you guys talking about it. What, like, how was the song influenced by the loon that like lyrically, or is there a sound in there that I didn't catch (laughs) or? Yeah, no, there's no sound. When we play live that we do have this little, uh, I guess I'll call it an oration where this guy tells this story about like sundown in the Adirondacks and, uh, and then he ends it with, and then you hear the call of the loon and then play, and it plays. Oh yeah. The whale. Of the okay. you hear the whale and he's, he plays. So we'll use that. We have a clip. Yeah. Roll and then like when the sound plays, James hits the four bells and we just go right into the song. But the song is about loons <coughs> and how they like they eat stones from the bottom of lakes to help digest their food. And uh, like there's a problem with fishermen using I didn't know that part. They use lead like they used to use be able to use lead tackle in freshwater lakes up there, and the loons would eat the lead tackle that got lost, and then they would just get lead poisoning and die. Oh. So like oh, using non-lead tackle and being like mindful of your fishing line and whatnot uh is like a big thing up in the mountains up there uh i just started reading about loons one day and wrote a song about it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, I didn't know that they uh, they were eating lead tackle, I suppose. Yeah, like there's they have weird things. They migrate, uh, like their migratory patterns are weird. They like they'll take up residence in one one lake pairs usually, and then if like a rogue male comes to one of the lakes and like it kicks out the other male and takes over, the male that loses will typically just like wander off into the woods and die. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I had a hard time writing lyrics at the beginning of of having to sing in this band so i was like really looking for stuff to to write about like you <laughs> became a loon expert so i was like you yeah, know let me check this out and uh that's kind of how that all came about <laughs> right on so uh i got inspired by a, a post on instagram and i turned it into a a little segment here for us uh i'm gonna call it here, let me get the, the first uh, the first picture up here. I'm going to call it um, pooping, fucking, or playing. <laughs> so you have to decide if that guy is pooping, fucking, or playing the guitar. Oh, those, those earrings are a tough one. <clears throat> Like, Should we all get different our own answers? I was thinking guitar. You think guitar? <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's playing the fucking guitar. <laughs> yeah, originally I thought fucking, <laughs> but I think it might be guitar. I think, like you might be right. I think you might be right. All right, we're going guitar. Going guitar. Okay. That guy is fucking. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, good for him. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to tell if he's sweating or not. <laughs> Although I don't know that that really would help in, in like what he might be doing for like, either of those activities. It's like a shit face to me, not much of a guitar face, but I could be wrong. I think you're a guitar again. They're all guitar. Yeah. Who's <laughs> taking back the quality of somebody on the toilet? Yeah. You know? All right. All right. All right. You sold me. This guy is pooping. This guy is pooping. <laughs> cool for two. Do you have the full picture? <laughs> I should I should have put that I should have put that next, but some of them were explicit. I don't know that I would get away with putting them up. On. <laughs> All right, this one has to be guitar. <laughs> this one has to be guitar. It looks kind of like the guy from the Jawbreaker. <laughs> this guy is actually fucking. Is he okay? Yeah. yeah. Right. Great <laughs> I thought the guitar is the natural next one. <laughs> We're really bad at this. Yeah. I'll say guitar again. It looks like he's in a looks like he's at a venue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's open. I, I hope that this guy is not fucking, first of all. He's got a shirt on. <laughs> but uh he's playing guitar. Yeah. All right. Got one. Ooh, also, that, that's gotta be guitar. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like rock hair. <laughs> this guy is playing guitar. Yeah. All right. Thank you, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going with that too. I think right. uh, hopefully he's back. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is taking a shit. <laughs> We're getting better in this game. Yeah, why don't you see the real guitar face? <laughs> oh. oh man, a guitar again, but this guy's wearing clothes. He kind of looks like a dork. 
Oh, man. Go with. Looks like he's pumping one out. I, I feel like he's taking a dump. He's taking a dump. He's taking a dump. Dude. Dude. <laughs> a streak here. He's gonna need more fiber, man. They need more fiber in their life. All right, he's <laughs> fucking. He's definitely fucking this guy. I don't know if you guys agree, but yeah, it's like the look at that face. Come on. <laughs> I don't think that's a, it's a, a really heartfelt solo. <laughs> This guy is fucking. <laughs> There's the heartfelt. Solo. That is that. Is that uh, That's a solo face. Is that Alex Lifeson? I have no is idea it, who this is. It's like Alex Lifeson, kind from of Rush? the guy from Rush. Yeah, oh. he kind of does. This guy is playing guitar. Yeah, in Rush. Did <laughs> you? <laughs> I'm gonna say this dude's. Oh, I don't know. He fell asleep doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Like, <laughs> is he asleep on the toilet? He fell asleep doing it. Background is looking. <laughs> this guy's fucking. He's fucking it. He's over it. First of all, really through for a week. All right, I believe that that is it. Oh man, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That was good stuff. So, uh, do you think I should add that <laughs> to the uh, the Weekly segments. Yeah, so I'll, tell all, thing. I'll tell all my students about that one. <laughs> check out, yeah, check yeah, out Sunday thing. This is a great segment. <laughs> well, now we can uh, we can do the fuzz round as well. So um, I'm going to show you ten um, ten photos, and you guys have to come up with uh, with a good album cover for it. We have to draw. You don't have to draw. Just tell me what it would be called. Oh, uh, a name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going with that's gut rot. That's pretty good. I like that's that. a good name. Good name for a band. Gut rot. Yeah. Do we need a do we need a record title too? Go for it. <laughs> Soiled. Soiled. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a pretty good like death metal band. Yeah. Oh, cat. For one, this is a very interesting picture. In yeah. General. Yeah, that's very cool. I think that's story about this. That's I think it's Willem Dafoe from the Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna. That's Apollo's Last Dance. <laughs> Is that actually a Paula? It's, it's a cat. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a Paula. I have a black cat that's hanging around here. So. <laughs> oh yeah, knowledge there. Yeah, like Popeye. That's a weird picture, man. Yeah, I'm no more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about it. But... Oh man. <laughs> Jeez. Hmm. Sister Rock. <laughs> None your business. None your business. None your business. <laughs> oh, man, <bad> this. <laughs> There's a lot to take in on this yeah. one. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> bands, bands called Lakeside. You don't want to cover anything else going on in this picture? Here? <laughs> no, <it's> <laughs> That's a lakeside activity. It's an emo band, Lakeside. 
Oh man, that's sister, 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 sister. I think you might have to save none your business for this one. Yeah, none, none, none your business. None your business. <laughs> none your yeah. business too. That's their second album. Yeah, that's their... Ooh. <laughs> I feel like that's like a slippery when wet uh, band. Why? Because he just soils himself in that thing all the time. No, it's like Bon Jovi's first record. <clears throat> Oh, you man. think Bon Jovi wears some diaper like that around the house? He might. Probably just now. thought. <laughs> Nowadays, are you guys familiar with the fact that they renamed the rest stop? Yeah, I'm pissed on... about that. The Bon Jovi fucking rest area. Yeah. There's, there's like the rest areas on the Garden State Parkway. This is like the main road that runs north and south in in uh, New Jersey. I don't know if you're familiar with it. In front I've been the out West. there like one time, but I did have yeah. to drive. I did have to drive out there. So they have all the rest stops, and they were they used to just be named after locations or whatever. But uh, they recently had a campaign to to rename all of them after famous people from New, New Jersey. And like the first one that they renamed is one that's pretty close to our house, and they renamed it the John Bon Jovi Rest Stop. But I don't think a whole lot of people knew it. So like you just drove down the road, and all of a sudden the Every sign, the giant sign says what? John Bon Jovi Rest Area, and you're like, what? Like why did they change this? <laughs> They're changing all his picture. Just, they doesn't have like his picture on or anything. It's just like randomly called John Bon Jovi. Yeah. And, that's that. and then there's a guitar on like the front of the building now. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty funny. It's like a corn ball. So it's like it's the first rest stop you see, and it's really the only one that I really pass and pay any attention to because it's usually like coming home, like kind of have to piss. Uh, so you're like, what? <laughs> that's funny yeah he's invading are there, are there any other good ones have you seen any other ones uh i looked up the list uh <laughs> bruce springsteen uh declined respectfully according to the article i read huh. um i can't remember any of the other ones i think frank sinatra might be might be one of them um but don't quote me on that <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, oh, Jesus. What is that? I don't know. There's a guy behind her. Looks like some wild experiment happening. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What would we call that? I don't know. The acid cigar. Eyedropper. Acid cigar. <laughs> acid cigar. Yeah, so this, person, this person's hooked up to an acid feeding machine. Yeah. Eyedroppers. Yeah. <laughs> Acid feed. That's what should happen. <laughs> That's wild. Oh jeez. It's like kind of meatloafy. <laughs> it meatloafy. It's pretty rad though. <laughs> That's a lot going on here. Got the police, <laughs> guitar. So much happening. Ah, uh, what would we call this? I don't even know what direction to go. There's like kind of pirate. Hey, there's like a like pirate. So. There's a pirate boot going on. Doom police. Oh man. Doom cops. Doom monster. Doom playing guitar. Doom patrols. <laughs> this would be a red movie. Maybe even better than the yeah. album. It'd be a red movie. movie. <laughs> well, it's not our bag. We don't do movies. Yeah, we just do bands. Movie, man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Et sister. This is what I imagine. 
customer service is like in many establishments they call. Please wait. Cut the cord. (laughs) Cord cutter. Cord cutter. Hold, please. Mm. (laughs) All right. So, wonder on hold, please. (laughs) All right. Last one. I feel like Bottom Feeder might be a decent band name for this one. All right. Why don't we call it Bottom Feeder? That's kind of a better name than Gristmill. <laughs> bottom Feeder. That's like How did you guys come up with, with Gristmill anyway? Where did Gristmill come from? Uh, yeah, it's an old restaurant that my grandma used to take me to back in the day. Oh, really? Called Gristmill. Called Gristmill. Yeah. Probably not what you were expecting. <laughs> I, I found I found that through this podcast, like I I shouldn't expect anything really because of people's band names, album cover, album names, stuff like that. Like I'm always surprised. So that's not that surprising given like the other it's responses. Old Gristmill. Yeah. It's actually the scene behind that place is cool. Yeah. I was uh when I talked to Kadabra on here, they uh their new album is called Ultra. And I, I don't always ask, like, you know, where the names come from. But for some reason, I asked where Ultra came from. And they said they were they just couldn't come up with a name. And they were drinking Michelob Ultra. And they were like, all right, fuck it. We're going with Ultra. There you go. Sound good. Wake up and still run with it. You're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, I, I like Heavy Everything. Congratulations on putting out a good album this year and, and hope to see what you guys are doing next year. And um, congratulations on joining the drags. Thank you. I've had, uh, I've had Shane on here and empty black and um, I, I'm going to have to work through the list, I suppose. Yeah, man. Everybody seems to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we really appreciate you having us on. This is great. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks. Hell yeah. thanks. See ya. Yeah.